Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Hello, players. It's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire, and we are so excited to tell you about our very first sponsor, StartPlaying.Games. First of all, I want to say if you want to sponsor any of our shows, please reach out to us at therpgempire.sponsor at gmail.com. Once again, that's therpgempire.sponsor at gmail.com. So now on to the sponsor. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about startplaying.games. It's a website to help you find other people to play games with. But the really cool thing about it is that there are a ton of professional DMs up there and they are super excited to make sure you get an awesome experience every week. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely check out startplaying.games. And on top of that, I'm running a Monster of the Week game set in the Strangers in the Pines universe. So if you ever wanted to bump elbows with Lucas or go get juice at Duck Duck Juice, now is your chance. Once again, that is startplaying.games. I hope to see you there. Now on with the show. Previously on Dust World. 
General Gerber is starting to lift you up, and then suddenly you hear in unison the howl of a whole tribe of, of war wolves. And you feel the force of their telekinesis grab onto you and just curl you up into space. The G-forces is probably that stronger of like than a rocket launch. As you're getting higher and higher, the air is getting thinner and thinner. And then you hear like uh, Stark go, Oh, now is the time probably, Barrett. Now, now would be good. And Barrett's like, Oh yeah, right. I got you covered. And he, his hands open up and like machines shoot off each of, uh, to each of you and like strap on. And when you like look at each other, you all look like, uh, like Wedge. And he's like, my brother left these behind for you, sort of. You're all wearing Titan armor. Why are you doing this? Because you suck. He leans over to you and he goes, Clarence, I just let it happen, Clarence. For the love of God, no. You know why I shall? Because you need to go home and help your father. <laughs> so now, like, all of the body of all right. the, the uh, side golem has been broken off, and it's just the arm is attached. Uh, and the head. And the head, and like a little bit of the chest, like where the arm and the head connect. It's only a matter of time. Oh, shut up. Shut up. Then the next thing you hear is, ow. What are you doing? Stop that. Get away from there. What are you doing? Hello, I am Stark. This is interesting. I don't need these. Uh, the robot opens up its arms, and all of a sudden, all of the, uh, the side pods that were carrying people and in, in the werewolves are all ejected. There's about a hundred of them. Mm. They're now floating towards Earth. Hello, I'm Paul Parnell, the DM of Dust World, an actual play podcast where we play an anime-flavored post-apocalyptic sci-fi western game in the vein of Trigon or Fallout. In this game, we will be creating a story together. Play the intro. Now we follow our heroes, Gage Thane a dust-casting, sword-wielding monk from the mountains of Black Earth. Clarence Wales, the telepathic child runaway whose mind is strong enough to bring grown men to their knees. Kevin Wolfkin, the sharp-shooting, foul-mouthed, fox-faced hunter from a hidden village of werewolves. And Wedge, the indestructible cyborg brawler. Let's see what becomes of them in Dust World. I immediately take what's left of like the torso and stuff for well, cause he's he's got yeah he's got them. Uh, I go ahead and immediately take what I can and I start trying to wrap up the pods. Okay, roll. Uh, use your stamina to make some dusting happen. That's fine. Just dust shape. Seventy-three. Cool. So, uh, like the arm that's attaching you starts shrinking a lot and you kind of are getting pulled closer as it's like expanding out as almost a net and mm-hmm. it's like grabbing and you've caught the majority of the the pods now mm-hmm. and then suddenly uh you see barrett going flying he's just kind of like floating through space and he doesn't seem to be conscious um and you hear stark go this will do quite nicely. 
Also, one of the pods that's released is about four times bigger than the others. And there's a bunch of extra like mechanical pieces on it, and it's like floating slowly, uh, kind of towards where Barrett is. Can I roll for spot just to see what I think? Mm-hmm. Okay. Eighteen. Nineteen. Wow, everybody got really close. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this looks like it was the central unit of the Cyburst machine. I kind of look at Clarence. Go, Clarence. Can you please get rid of that thing? <laughs> Is it bad? You hear in your head, just let it happen. Is that where Shao still is? Uh, uh, no, Shao, it was floating. I, I would imagine you caught Shao. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say, Clarence, and I just mime like a kicking motion out yeah, to space with it. One problem, Gage, old friend. I'm out of stamina. Hmm. Then I kind of go, Punch it. I'm like, I'm, I'm low. I don't know if I can get us down to Earth. We can't worry about that anymore. I've got an idea. I'm probably going to hate it. Eh, probably. You hate most of my ideas, Clarence. Yeah, are you going to cuss me my other arm? Yes, yes. Okay. No. no. So where it's is it fine, floating? Fine, what trajectory is it floating towards? We'll say this is it, and it's floating right here. Okay. It's floating back down towards the Earth. Yeah. Okay. So, and I've got all the pods and stuff wrapped up around me, right? Yeah. There. I mean, you basically have like a bunch of tentacles attached to them mm-hmm. right now, and so they're not no longer floating towards Earth. They're just kind of like I kind of call it the start. Start. Yes. Can I get some assistance, please? No. 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 Why not? I'm done. Done with what? With what I came to do. What do you do now? I don't know yet. You're worthless. I'll float here for a while. Have fun with that. What exactly did he come to do again? I wasn't here for that. I asked him. Start. <clears throat> what? what? What were you trying to do? Oh. There was interesting code in this machine. I wanted to eat it. Also, now I have a much more sophisticated body. And with these satellites, I could easily destroy this planet or travel the universe, which sounds much more interesting. Should definitely do number two. You can talk to other satellites and talk about football. We brought you to this. Could you do one favor for us and just help us get back down? That's all I ask. No, my mobility is very limited. And without all the side bodies in here, I have to maintain the energy. Fair enough. Clarence, you don't have any stamina left? I have a question. None. Yes. Does that mean we Wait. won? Yes, none. In a technicality. It seems like it. I'm floating in space here. I don't really think that's a win for me. <laughs> I grab... I grab... I, one of my tendrils grabs Kevin. Like, there's no way I let him just float away. No? No. I mean, you've got an arm connected. Kevin can just walk back. Yeah. Oh, I can? Kevin, Kevin get, get, back get on here. back here. I got I got an idea. Well, I'm uh, going to grab Barrett then, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So, unconscious Barrett is now with you. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and create a... Uh, I'm going to... I kind of look at, like, the side technology floating out there, and I just... 
Should I electrocute it? Because you look like you want me to electrocute it. I do. Blow it up, please. Oh, daddy's going to feel good with this. <laughs> you just, you all hear this voice in your head just going, just let it happen. Oh, trust me, we will. We will let you suck. Just let it happen. All right, Kevin, blow it up. Blow it up, blow it up, blow it up, blow it up. It's going to be huge. <laughs> uh, do I actually have to roll for that? Or are you just going to let me like blow them up? Because they're not really fighting and whatnot. Okay. And I figured I would just devote all the rest of my stamina to it. Okay, delete that stamina, boy. Okay, so you blew it up, right? So you blew the crap out of that thing. You know the Death Star? And it's I... like that, but cooler. And as we do that, I go, all right. The force of the explosion has caused you guys to start hurtling down. Yeah, and I'm going to use every last bit of stamina I have. Okay. And I'm going to try and create a kind of shell around us. Okay. To shield us from the impact. So like uh, Groot style? Pretty much. That's what I got, man. (laughs) I'm going to pour all of it in. Okay. We're going all in. So here's what happens. Uh, You guys bundle together with... Are you going to try and save the other, like, what, 20-something? I can pods? try. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I could How much stamina do you have left? Got, like, 12. 10 stamina will cost 90 HP. 10 stamina? So... Yeah, that'll... That, so I will say that that will kill me. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's fine. Let's do it. All right. If that means... Does that mean if I do that, I can save everyone and get everyone safely to the ground? So just do less than 10. Do, like... Seven. All right. Sixty-three. Okay. Okay. So here's what happens. Um, as you're yeah, one twenty-three. Nice. As you're slowly uh, hurtling downwards, uh, a few more of those tentacles shoot out and quickly like grab and drag the the last of the survivors into a big spherical shape which mm-hmm. you naturally just form more aerodynamic, like pointy, and uh, and you guys are in it, and it starts rattling. And it's rattling. And, and all of a sudden, it's oh getting boy. hot. Very, oh boy. very hot. And uh, and <laughs> during this, uh, Barrett wakes up and says, what the? Oh, God! What is happening, guys? I'm sitting at the front, like, trying to maintain this. Shut the hell up! <laughs> <laughs> this isn't good! <laughs> oh, gosh. inside of his helmet. They're not going to my helmet! Oh, man. We should have left it behind! Right. Um, so, as you guys are, are like, like, entering the Earth's atmosphere, um... You you feel the shuddering start to like lessen and lessen, and uh, there's there's not really any windows I imagine. Mm-hmm. So you just feel yourself following falling for what feels like an eternity, probably only about three minutes, but uh, like about the the probably two minutes and forty five second mark. All of a sudden, you feel like reverse force happening, and. Uh, and then all of a sudden you feel like a quick foom where you're not like moving downwards so fast anymore and you're like slowly moving downwards. So are we dead yet? Uh, you did all just die. Yep, we're all dead. Yeah, wow. Can't believe we died. 
<laughs> YOLO. Well, that's good for everyone. I just face through the floor. Through the what? I face, so I take no damage. Oh, do you face? Yeah. That's hilarious. You saw. Okay, so... <laughs> I die instantly on impact. So here's, here's what happens. Um, With my 26 <laughs> HP left and no stamina or freezes. When you... Uh, when your <clears throat> kind of sphere got a certain level down, uh, all of a sudden, about like a million tons of dust came together and formed a column. The column stretched up so high, almost a mile, and hit you. And at the same time, the psi force of like a whole tribe of werewolves plus dozens and dozens of other size. World, lend us your energy. Any of them that had telekinesis were reaching up and grabbing you and holding you and stopping you from dying. The, <laughs> we would have died. <laughs> your machine. I have 122 health. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. I would have died. But the, then uh, I can be revived. Yeah, the uh, the thing started going slower and slower as the um, the force of all of those things caught it, and then the column mm. just slowly dissipates to lower you guys gently to the earth. When you get out, you're surrounded by hundreds of people that know what you've done. Thousands. There's cheering. Yeah, it could be thousands. The the literally like the whole city of Red Earth all come like have flooded in. All of the um the people that you saved are, are getting out of the pods and they're all just like cheering and cheering for you. Uh suddenly a hush falls on the whole crowd. And you see uh like uh also, Griff is not giant Griff anymore. Um, you see the crowd part, and a single man is walking towards you, uh, kind of slowly, and he's wearing red. And after he gets a little closer, you recognize that it's uh, the king of Red Earth, Tetsuo. And he walks up to you guys, basically are on this like almost ziggurat like height of, of sand pile as you're like sliding down this. He's like, you, you actually did it. I'm like half dead lying on the sand pile because I burned almost. Actually, we didn't succeed at all. It's coming back down to kill everyone. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like sitting there like, well, yeah, that's sad to hear. But luckily, I know that you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like kind of give a thumbs up, like lying there. I've got like blood dripping out of my mouth. You never heard I'm... that bad. I have 26 health from my 100 and something. I burned my own blood to do this. Like, good it job. It didn't hurt me. It didn't feel great. Some people are coming around and they're like healing you. There's people with How do you heal a vampire? There's only one way. <laughs> yeah. Just dump goat's blood on him. They're just pouring oh, goat's blood on you. Seven. Um, wow, that greatest was of all time, bro. <laughs> uh, Meanwhile, so, I don't have like an arm because keeping up that requires stamina. So I'm just kind of tottering outside. Hey guys, smoke them if you got them. I flop to the dust. I kind of look at Clarence and go, <laughs> the "Tables the table. You're too young to smoke, little guy. Yeah, uh, Barrett picks you up and he's holding you like with one arm. He's like, "Good job, little guy," and he messes up your hair. This is the worst timeline. <laughs> uh, he. <laughs> <laughs> 
he gives you uh, an injection, and you suddenly feel like, oh, I'm revived. Cool, I get all my stamina back. Nobody can stop me. Sure, why not? Uh, Sierra lands uh, in front of you. So obsessed. And she like helps prop you up. (laughs) You did it. And she she shows you her arms, and the the machines that were attaching to her are like literally just falling out like a dead tick. You did it, Gage. Good job. Hello players, it's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire and the keeper of Dust World RPG, as well as I play Lucas in Strangers in the Pines. I'm just here to let you know that we have just released a free one-page RPG called The Christmas Special. It's a game about playing Christmas movies, essentially. So if you love Christmas movies, you love The Grinch, you don't love Christmas, you can blast it. It's kind of up to you and the keeper, whoever's running the game, the DM. So it's really simple. You print it out, you and your friends, and you can create mayhem for Christmas or you can save it. It's up to you. But we just released it. So if you're interested in getting that, just head on over to our website and click the download link. So that's all for now. I hope you are enjoying the show and we'll get on with it. So back to the show. Play on. Back to the show. And she puts her hand on your shoulder. Gage starts to tear up a little bit, cry a little. Now let's go kill that bastard. Uh, okay, okay, you know I No, I kind of sit there and I go... <laughs> Which bastard are we killing? I look at her and I go... Family business. Shall we leave tomorrow? You're not doing it alone. I'm coming along. I kind of look at him and I go... Oh, no. Yes. No, this is me and her. I kind of I kind of look at her. You're back to normal, right? Like you're not gonna cut off my other arm to make it even set. Uh, no, and you grew it back anyway, right? I didn't grow it back. I had to reattach. Do you know I can put my limbs back and they grow back? It's crazy. I did. That's why I didn't. I wasn't mad at cutting your I arm. I kind of look at her and I'm like, you're heartless sometimes. You know that, sis? I mean, I wouldn't have cut it off if you were normal. I guess actually, I didn't you didn't know I was a lurker, so you just <laughs> no, I oh did know. Oh my gosh, I did know. I just, I kind of look at her and I'm like... I knew. I mean, look, come sis, on. I'm very observant. I kind of just look at her. Observing my ass. She she, cer- <laughs> she certainly did not know. No, she okay, yeah, did Spot check. I just kind of... Spot check. Did not know. I just kind of go, look, all I can say is... Don't get mad when Gage, she beats you because so you don't have cybernetics us. anymore. <laughs> we'll see. Um, Evan runs over going, yay, and hugs Gage and electrocutes him. Nice. <laughs> uh, Alarak lands and he's like, I think Toadie's around here somewhere. You want me to get her? Yes, let's uh, get his guys, wife. Looks like I gotta leave. <laughs> I grab him with Sam as much as I can. Like, I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just joshing you. Uh, good job there, boy. You, you've really turned into a mighty fine young man. Keep regenerating. <laughs> uh, the king walks over to you guys and... Uh, and he like ushers a bunch of people around. Everybody's not really sure how to deal with the king because normally he's not in amongst the people like for years. Oh, so he just like, have to get it. To, uh, yeah. No. What? Uh, <laughs> it's it's not time yet. Um. So he sees four rounds. That's all I'll say. And he runs over and like. 
picks Shao up and is hugging him, and he's like, Dad, what are you doing? Man, what You're happened? You're embarrassing me. I'm a car. I have, I have such a bad headache. Son, I'm glad that's all you have. You can thank these men. And he looks over at you guys. And I walk over and I'm smiling at him. And I like, I lean over and I pat him with my one good arm. It's like, Shao. He's like, oh. And he smacks you in the face. (laughs) And And he's like, like, you beat me to the punch. I was going to say you suck. (laughs) You still suck. Gabe walks over. (laughs) That was funny. Was it bad that I wanted to see him fall through space? Uh, I look. I look at Kevin. I got Kevin. A little. We couldn't do that. Um, okay. I do that. So I couldn't do that. Ugh. Okay. So three quick scenes. I did take uh, people come up. They take you back. Uh, they take you into the ruin of the castle, <laughs> and uh, and start healing you guys up. A few days later, the king has a ceremony. Uh, Medals. Yeah, like uh, New Hope style. And there's there's like thousands of people, not just like a. a a hundred or so, oh, yeah. uh, and uh, they they all fill the square, and a billion people. They're chanting your name. What do the three of you go by as a collective? I just remembered some. What? Uh, Kevin walks over, picks up Clarence, and disappears. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Then I'm gonna frottle you. But oh my yeah. god! Like mid mid ceremony? Like yeah, they're, they're like. I'd like to introduce you to the heroes of Red Earth. Hey, where where those I'm guys? Just go? kidding. No, you're not. No, you can't take that back. And then you teleport back. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, okay, kid. You know there's a bounty on you, right? I- there was? I mean, yes, I knew. I also knew you were a part of it, but I thought you were gotten over it. <laughs> uh, anyway. I kind of look at I kind of look at Kevin and I go, wait, what are we called? Because uh, I'm pretty sure I've only been called a-hole and <laughs> piece of shit by most of the people we're running into. We're called drifters. The drifters? That's what we are. Sounds like a 70s girl band. I'll go with it. I like it. Uh, Fair enough. So the king stands up and he goes, The heroes of Red Earth, the drifters. And uh, after you guys get back, uh, you guys take the train, like, and travel back to, uh, to other, right? Um, That's where we started? Actually. What? Gage is going to go and talk to the king, if that's okay. Uh, real quick? Yeah. Okay. Real fast. So, Gage asks for an audience. I'm assuming he gets it. Sure, yeah. Uh, I'm saying, uh, Your Majesty. Yes. Former General Gage. And it had a ring to it, but it wasn't really my favorite earned title. Not for the things I did. Well... After reading your reports and reading between the lines, it sounds like you were able to do well. I did a lot more evil than I did good in that, but I'd I'd like to ask, uh, I have some unfinished business to take care of with my sister. Yes. But after that, uh, 
Perhaps you need someone who could serve with you? Serve under you? What are you thinking? Sir, I'll be honest, as much as I hated the things I did, I did enjoy having the position where I could help and I could do things that were bigger than me. Hmm. So you'd like to enlist on purpose this time? I mean, I did it on purpose the last time, too. It was just more to take you out, so it was, it was kind of an awkward situation all the way around. I don't, I don't know if I can trust you. You've betrayed me how many times now? <laughs> you did try to kill me on more occasions than I could count. It's true. Technically, it was Donald Trump, but... I look at him and say, if you'll have me, I would love to serve again. I'm yes. very just king. Well, <laughs> that won't be me. But there was an election, and they actually, uh, we elected Shao. Wow, the Red Earth deserves everything they get. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> As, uh, but you I don't understand. Expect it, but Shao has been trained his whole life to rule justly. And he'll be a far better king than at least I have been. I look at him. Well, then send Shao my regards and tell him if he ever has a need of someone to serve again, maybe not as a general, but just as an advisor, bodyguard, friend, even. I'm more than willing to come back. Uh, as you say that, Shao walks, like, from behind, because you know how mm-hmm. in the throne room there's, yeah. like, that other room? The typical, like, <clears throat> oh, the king's here. Like, <laughs> uh, He walks out, and, like, all of the guards kind of, like, stand up straight. And you notice uh, uh, Wade, he's like, well, yeah, all these guys are actually fleshies. That's always good to know. Yeah. The thing I don't have, well, it would suck because I don't have the EMP gun anymore. <laughs> we still have the schematics, though. Um, it's true. <laughs> Shao's like, Gage, that's very thoughtful of you. In fact, I'm sure I could use your services. And he gives you a communication device. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know. But I heard that you, uh, you were being summoned back to other by General Gerber. Yes, sir. I, I am. He's done our nation a great deal of of good and so I would definitely send you there if you were under my order as you wish until you return my friend and not normal to characters he doesn't do it very gracefully but he does drop to a knee and like just reverence and then stand up hmm. uh, reverence I thought we hated Chow I Gage like Shao, he understood why. He's Shao, been under Shao uh, alternate. reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a pocket watch mm-hmm. and it has like a Red Earth emblem on it and he says, this will get you back into Red Earth anytime. Thank you. And he tucks it into the coat, coat jacket that he has, not the dust portion just because mm-hmm. he's stuff it up. But. Okay, cool. Yep, so that's all. I just wanted to okay, so you guys uh, get back to Red Earth. And the general, I mean, not Red Earth, other. Mm-hmm. And uh, at this point, they've rebuilt and like fixed all the damage done by the rivals. General Gerber uh, is sitting in his desk. You guys go into the underground bunker. He's like, you guys did an excellent job. I'm very impressed. In fact, we would like to honor you here as well. And he kind of quickly honors you guys. 
because there's obviously something else on his mind. And after he honors you guys and he gives you each like a medal mm. and uh, and basically something that will let you travel other freely as well, mm-hmm. um, he uh, he pulls out a map. And on this map, there's a place around kind of the Grand Canyon area. And uh, in the middle of the Grand Canyon, there's some kind of electrical disturbance. We're not quite sure what it is exactly. We want you to go check it out and make sure it's not dangerous. Okay, for how much? How much do you want? Oh, it's so good that I taught the boy well. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of look at Gerber and go, I've got one thing to take care of first and then I'll be on it. But these two can go on ahead. I'll follow after. No, no, there's no time. Besides, that one thing can wait. Have you met my sister? Oh, I have. She's quite lovely when she's not crazy. Exactly. That's never. (laughs) Don't worry. We'll keep her busy here. If you can guarantee that. I can. All right. Okay. So uh, they give you the position. Um, When you go up out of the base, uh, you see that uh, Biggs is hanging out with Sierra and they're practicing sword fighting. Uh, and uh, Biggs is like, we better go out of town. This is getting a little feisty. She's like, okay. And so they both like run off into the desert and all of a sudden you see like columns of rock just falling and like explosions happening. I kind of look at him and smile and say, look, man, clearly I haven't told you enough about what my parents used to do. We are sane compared to them. True. <laughs> Uh, okay. Are you going to avenge them? <laughs> <laughs> it just goes to show what we're up against. So the three of you get in wagons and you ride off into the sunset. The dust blows across the wastelands. The pinkish yellow red sky filled with clouds quickly moving. A single figure walks slowly, almost limping. As we come closer, we see and recognize this figure, partially, it's familiar. The silver hair has grown long and shaggy, and small stubble has started to form across this face. It's Clarence, but he's different. He's older, something has happened can't quite tell what, can't put my finger on it. He's in about his 20s. And as we move behind him, in front of us, we see a monolithic wall made of destroyed buildings. And above this wall, every 20 minutes or so, 
a sparkling hovercraft, something that doesn't feel like it should exist in this wild west wasteland. The sound of it hovering by. Kind of shocks and draws the attention of Clarence. The sound of distant thunder rolls closer and rain starts to fall. Clarence looks at this pile of rubble and his pupils flash that same pink glow that we're all so familiar with as his body becomes lighter and lighter and he lifts up off of the ground. Moments later, in front of him, he can see almost as far as the eye can see a startlingly massive city with buildings as tall as mountains and the glimmer of neon lights the sound of traffic and it calls to him Clarence starts moving towards this neon city as lightning crashes the thunder rolls and we see the rain pelting Clarence and all he can think is this isn't an ocean I was promised an ocean Well, there you have it. That is the end of season one of Dust World. I hope you enjoyed traveling through the deserts of this post-apocalyptic sci-fi western crazy world. We were inspired by so many cool anime and TV shows and comic books. I hope you can pick out some of our, our biggest inspirations. We will be coming back with a season two. We're not sure how long it will go, but we know it will be really cool. And we may either do a longer season similar to this, we're going to test the waters first, or the other thing is we might do several sort of mini seasons, uh, sort of like mini series, and those will all be played using our new post-apocalyptic sci-fi western game, Dust World. So if you don't know about it, we are creating, obviously you heard an ad about it before, but we're making a game. You can actually test it out if you want and play along with us. On top of that, we are trying to get some of the main cast from this show together to record a kind of closing out thoughts uh, from season one. For you guys, it's all run in real time, but for us, we've been working on this project for over two years and we're super excited about everything that we made and uh, hopefully we'll get at least a couple of them together to talk. Um, what's awesome is we do have Clarence returning for our season two or mini season two, uh, whatever, and we're gonna call it Neon City. So it's going to take place in a cyberpunk city. You're gonna have 
you know, laser fights, cyborgs, everything you love about cyberpunk, plus all of the crazy powers of Dust World characters. So I don't know how you could possibly go wrong with that kind of mix. We have playtested this city and it's super cool and we're really looking forward to it. If you have any questions or thoughts, please hit us up on social media. Definitely join our Discord. There's a link right in the description. 